0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth.
1: Just wanted to thank all of our listeners again for come tuning in. Um, as we shared throughout the past um, episodes, uh, this uh, It's Worth Living would not be um, where it is without you. So Thank you for continually coming on and listening into our new listeners. Um, We thank you and hope that you um, not only enjoy the episodes that you're listening to, but that it can also um, help you in any way. As we continue on with this episode, it's going to be a continuation of last week, um, Lupeo, The Resilience of a People. And today we actually have um, two guests um, that were cast on the um um in the movie that was as we know produced by uh my good friend and brother on 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 our podcast and um um and 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 last week it was it was it was touching because we heard it from an adult and this week we actually have two guests um at that time they're a lot younger and so um we're grateful that they're they're on here to share with you all um their experience and what they've taken out of um after film after you know the filming was done um and so please uh share with us a little guess
0: last week we talked we talked to an actor and a slogan about the movie lupeo because the movie is scheduled to come out on the 18th of this month and we're excited to see this movie coming out because it's been long enough the movie was shot in 2015 okay um and you know it took some time for us to put it together. We went through some trials and it was sort of officially released uh, to the, for the most part to the actors uh, in 2017, January 2017. And since then, distribution has been just one obstacle after another. But finally, Adler & Associates picked it up and wants to release it. And it's coming out on Amazon Prime on the 18th. Now we're live with uh, two actors who took part of the, the movie and they were in the family that is in the U.S. And first, let's introduce Miss Amaya. Can you please uh, introduce yourself and tell us uh, about you as a professional and uh, your role in the board?
2: Um, well, my name is Amaya Harris. I'm 14 years old. I started acting when I was six and I filmed Lupe when I was seven, um, which was kind of a long time ago, which pretty crazy, but... Um, I I played Cindy Lenore which was she was the youngest of the, of the Lenore siblings and it was pretty cool because I had never traveled so far I had to go to Florida from Nashville I'd never traveled so far to film something at that time and I was the youngest kid which was kind of cool being around like older people and filming with them but I had a really fun time filming it and I like, I remember being in the house. I filmed a lot in the house and it was just a fun character and fun of environment to be in.
0: All right. Yeah, I remember, you. I mean, anybody, when you watch the trailer, you will see that little girl ask, you know, if there's going to be any more Haiti left. Now, if you look her up either on Facebook, Instagram, or even our IMDb page, you see her face today drastic change it's insane it's crazy but uh yeah that's uh that's time for it how about you donnie tell us about yourself i've worked with donnie for a little bit a few times so me and donnie we tight like that right
3: (laughs) yes hello i'm donnie sadler uh i am professional actor aspiring sports commentator as well but i'm kind of still working on that part but yes i was in lupeo i played kevin turner um and I remember because like back that I was 12 because I did the math based off of how old Amaya said she was. She was seven. And it was like, OK, so she's 14 now. It's been seven years. So I was 12. I had just started acting. And I remember the biggest thing about my character was like I had to do a New York accent, which I had like <laughs> little to no experience with accents. But I somehow was able to pull off a, a uh, at least acceptable New York accent that so people mm-hmm. would like be like, ah oh, he's not doing an accent. But it was fun getting to go down there um, and filming this and getting to meet some people, getting that first, that was this was like the first real onset experience as an actual actor in a movie that I had. Um, Cause all, all the things I'd done before was just extra work. So it was my first real like experience on a set uh, as an actor.
0: Man, honestly, Donnie, for someone who's lived around New York City for a while, you pulled it off, man. The accent was on point because, you know, I've, I've heard New Yorkers have different accents. It kind of varies here and there because New Yorkers are not just New Yorkers. They come from different places. They they visit different areas. And New Jersey's right up the street, uh, the street and they have a different accent. So sometimes it sort of uh, mix in there too. But anyway, uh, you definitely did a good job. I, I remember that because when I'm... I was listening back to the to the to the um, the minutes, and I'm like, "Wow, okay." And he's never been to New York. Okay, you know? <laughs> that was was a little crazy, but you did a pretty good job. All right. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how you were under set, how you felt about the character. As you know, um, the story is a true story. Obviously, it happened. We tried to recreate the moment so that people who are watching it today realize how one single family went through all this. And you guys, one of you were in the family and the other one were, uh, you were uh, the neighbor or a friend of the family. And you know, so together those two families had to handle what happened to another real family. Okay now when we talk about the different characters we told you, this is how this person acted. that's how that person was and you were able to put it together to make it your own and yet still had some type of respect for the for the character. Let's start with uh, Amaya. how do you feel about playing that character in itself being the youngest sibling, a little girl who actually felt the same way you were trying to portray it on the screen. Playing Cindy was it was,
2: kind of a big deal because I feel like sometimes people may think little kids don't really know what's going on in the world or they don't think that big um, events can affect a kid how it can affect like teenagers or adults but I wanted to make sure that like because I was so young and because her character was young like it was was showing that like kids can feel emotion too about like big events and they can be impacted by certain things that you may not think they can be impacted by. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was pretty important to try to prove that point that she also was affected by what was going on in her family. And she wasn't just like a confused little kid who didn't really know what was going on.
0: And and, and the funny thing, you definitely convinced the audience because I've shared that video, the, the trailer to just about everybody for the past what five years, seven years. Um, I've shared it to just about everyone I've met, whether talking about the show, the movie itself or talking about the projects or how it went. I shared it and that your your line became somewhat of a famous line to a lot of people because you seem so innocent. And yet that much, that that big of a question comes out of you. And nobody, no parent really know how to answer that. Uh, so it was, it was actually very touching and knowing that uh, hopefully the audience when they see it attached to the rest of the film, it means a lot more to them than just
3: that little girl asking that question. How about you, Don? Well, one of like the main things that I know about my character, uh, just the fact that like the difference between a family that's immediately Impacted by an event like this. And then the family that is friends with the family that's immediately impacted by this. And that was where my character was. My character didn't have anybody who was in Haiti who was possibly injured or had their house destroyed or even maybe killed by these events. But I had friends who were, of course, the family and the older brother in the family that was my friend. So having that point of my character having to process how to go about watching them grieve and having to try and find a way to help comfort them in this moment while also processing what's going on as it's happening, uh, it's a very important thing because that's a a lot of us find ourselves in that situation uh, where we have friends who are grieving um, and a lot more times than when we're actually the ones grieving. So we have to know how to comfort our friends and our and the family that we know so that they can get through this time, uh, this difficult time that this story takes place in.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, I like the way you answered that. I'm going to go with the follow-up question starting with you in this one, mainly because I know, um, you know, I've been, you know, being someone who was affected by the situation itself, I had friends coming over and friends trying to comfort me and some people never really know what to say. Uh, One of the most interesting things people always say to me when they find that awkward moment, after they say, I'm really sorry this happened. um, Did you have any family that was affected? And, you know, you answer those two questions and then you have that big gap in between people who don't really know what to say. And then the next thing they would say is that I donated. And I always find that funny because it's funny. I found it funny because I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. Uh, you know, in a weird, awkward way, because yeah, you, you may have, and that's great. But what some of people didn't know is that when we went to Haiti to film, a lot of people who really needed the help didn't find it. So I'm thinking about that person who said I donated. I'm like, yeah, it didn't come to this guy who's house. He stayed on under his house for days before he was able to get out. And when he got out, part of his leg was rotten because there was no real immediate medical attention, and he had to lose that whole leg. And now he's still living in the rubble where he almost died. You know what I'm saying? So it it, it brings me back to that when people say I donated, okay, cool, thank you. Um, I don't know what comes next, you know. So now, when 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 that when you when we were filming, and I see I saw that, you know, they the the family the family affected were going through that. They, they were in that mode where they they looked like okay, yeah, they were in pain, but they didn't know what to say. And your family came to help. You could feel that awkwardness in between, just a tiny bit, even if it was just a recreation of the actual scene. What was going through your mind? Did you have anything that you wanted to say to that was not in the script that you felt like that could have been comforting or helpful to, the, to, the, to your friend who's actually going through something like this?
3: I feel like probably the best thing that you can say is not saying like, hey, I donated or something, <laughs> just asking the question is there anything i can help you with is like is there any way that i can help comfort you with this in any way seeing mm-hmm. if there is anything that they need specifically because i'm sure that there probably is something even if it's small or something like that knowing what they need instead of trying to come up with it yourself and saying like oh if i just donate that'll that'll totally solve <laughs> the issue and then it's like no it really didn't yeah. so asking them themselves about how you can help them is probably the best way to go about. Yeah,
0: I feel. honestly, some people they know, okay, yeah, you don't have a couple million dollars to help a whole family down there, but if you give them a shoulder or a few minutes to vent, that might help. How about you, Amaya, given that you were in that family feeling that tension, anything that came to your head that you could have shared with your friends or the rest of the family that could have helped things get better?
2: Um, In the mo like when I was younger, It didn't really like dawn on me how awkward grieving could be or like people trying to help you. Like it could be a really awkward like position for I think both sides. I think that how our neighbors kind of like try to help is nice because you know, having that comfort or just knowing that you have support from someone that I think could always help in the position that they were in. But I also think, you know, just kind of what Donnie said, just, like, just ask, like, is there anything I can do for you? Do you need anything? Do you need me, like, to back off? Do you need me to be with you? Like, and just those kind of questions, not like, oh, well, you know, I donated to this foundation, this foundation, I'm helping these, these people, like, that kind of stuff, just, I, it doesn't help a person or a group of people when it comes to, such a big tragic event
0: mm. uh, you're right you're right and yeah and uh, again have I mean the past seven even I would say as early as maybe last year some people would still and one person was not the only one who actually did several people you know in different time frame different timeline different places for some reason they thought that was one of the best thing to to point out as if um well you know the ten dollars came to me. I don't know what to say, you know. So it it it, it can be a little a little different to deal with. But as like you said, being there for the person, whether it's just more support or just be there to, uh, you know, to help them or give them space for some people, definitely helps. Um, now, is there anything about your character that you felt like you had to pull from in order to help bring that performance to life, Amaya?
2: Um, I hadn't really gone through like a big loss of someone who was close to me at that time. I, I will say this sounds really stupid, but I had a pet fish. I had a fish, I had a goldfish and <laughs> he passed away and I was like seven. So I was like devastated by that. So I was kind of just like taking like how I felt about like a fish, which sounds so dumb, but like about how I felt about a fish and kind of just like putting it in the moment of like sadness and feeling like lost. Because well, the, I mean, that's kind of what it felt like.
0: Well, the thing is, it, I don't think it's done at all because the thing is, as actors, you guys know, you know, you, you have to pull from, and some of the biggest actors, they played roles that they had never, or they've never really had to experience anything like it. So, whatever small their experience was as an actor, your job is to maximize it. So to make it feel close enough to give you what you need to perform. You see what I mean? Now, a lot of method actors these days are actually doing things that would uh, really put them in that position. I remember watching uh, a documentary about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, the one he finally won an Oscar with for Uh, he, he had to, he went out there, and uh, it, you know, it was cold. And he went through several, you know, different torturous <laughs> things just so that he can really be in the in the you know in that mode, that moment. He really ate an animal's gut,
2: you know,
0: to really bring the performance. And as great as he is in most of his movies, that's the one that gave him the, his Oscar. Okay, so it, you you never really know how how big your imagination can get to ma- maximize something in order to get you to to where you need to be to perform. How about you, Donnie?
3: Well, I mean, I do have to be honest. My acting ability back then, since I had really just started, there are a lot of things that I know now that I didn't know back then. Mm-hmm. I can, I mean, I can say definitely for now, like if I use what I knew now going into that filming, I would incorporate a lot more things methodly. Now I'm not like a, I'm not a strict method actor. I kind of hybridize it a little bit because there's certain things about specific method acting that I'm just not much of a fan of doing, Mm -hmm. but going into that like situation of my character uh, and knowing that, well, he's probably a really just confused about how to act and feel about this. There's, of course, the sorrow. Like, you feel sad about what's going on. It's a, it's like a big tragedy what's all happened. But it's just, he's he, he was very confused. He didn't really know how to respond. He didn't really know how to act in it. Um, so, I mean... <sighs> I have to, I'm trying to remember a lot of things about it because it's been a long time, but I just know like my character, he, he, that was really just it. He was just, he had a lot of confusion. He was obviously very caring towards his friends and the family, but he just, he didn't really know how to respond in it. Well, you know, Donnie,
0: <clears throat> I've watched the clips, both the ones that's uh, the edited version and the raw versions, uh, and to be quite honest, you did well, and here's why. Be, the, the character was confused. They weren't sure what to say, or what not to say. This is the, like, th- that was the most natural thing because because it's a true story, you know it happened. So you can't really be silly about it. So you will still feel certain thing towards the, the family or the family playing that those characters. Being confused is exactly what happened. You see what I mean? So maybe if you knew more, it would overshadow the simple things that you needed to know in order to just be that character Mm -hmm. you know because sometimes when you think you know so much you are planning on okay i'm gonna knock this out the park and you overdo it it doesn't seem as natural as opposed to someone who doesn't know what to do and then that's really the most natural thing that you needed to do you needed i've watched the clips over and over even when they said they liked the film i went back rewatched the edited version and then we watched the raw, see if there's anything I could have added, things that you know, that needed to be done to make, to see if it can be stronger. Of course, at the end of the day, you still have to submit all of it. They did some type of uh, editing themselves just to make it up to their standard. But um, I think everybody did a, a, a very good job. And especially for the age range and the, the, the acting uh, uh, experiences that you guys had. It was, it, was, it was very good. I mean, <clears throat> I remember even when we had, a, we had a little issue and we had to add another actor. Um, and I think you guys were done and gone by then. Mm-hmm. We had to add another actor on the spot and get her to fill in. And, you know, the less she knew, the better too because she knew what happened. But it's a little hard when you know so much, especially when it comes to a method. Uh, you're, you're actually playing someone. You see what I mean? The confusion can help, as opposed to okay, yeah, I'm gonna be that guy, and it sort of sometimes overshadows what you know. But I think you guys did a very good job. Of course, the more you learn, the better you 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 will be in putting yourself. And I I do think you you even better these days because when we we started sh- shooting this sh- uh, this uh, show, your performance was drastically. I mean, you older and wiser, but the, your performance, your presentation, it was just. I mean, I I looked at I'm like, whoa, that's that's little Dunni right there, but little they just got huge in front of my eyes. It was crazy, but but yeah, I thought I thought you guys did a pretty good job, and you know, hopefully, people will definitely learn what you know some of the specific that happened in that story, and hopefully, you know, it will touch somebody. They'll learn something, and you know, it'll be more useful going forward. Last question for you guys, okay? <clears throat> Now, what would you like the audience to take from this from this whole thing? I mean, I know you some of you were well, both of you worked in the US team. First, tell me how you feel about working with each other because I know you guys met uh, the day before we started filming or that evening before we started filming, or some of you came that morning, uh, and we just jumped right into it. You guys sort of got acquainted in between. There's that some of the few videos you guys did together. And you know, I watched these all the time I'm telling this 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 whole thing here was my baby. So It was, it's really good just seeing some of how you guys were, you know, behind the scene. First, you tell me how was it working with each other, and what would you like the audience to take from it? Let's start with Donnie.
3: So what was it like? I mean, it was great getting to have that. I think it was a lot better because, like, when I was, one of my first, like, experiences on the set was a big big budget film that was made for theaters and it's like you get to talk with like the extra extras but like there's hundreds of people there that it just it's overwhelming the amount of people that you're with and you can't really like connect with the people you're working with with a set like this uh especially like what we had it was a small group so Mm -hmm. we got to talk with each other we got to connect more we got to You know, engaged, we had some fun. I I think I even recall we played some games just Mm to sort of have fun on one of the night shoots. Um, And even some of the people that I met, like Ana Lisa, I still keep in touch with her. Uh, And our parents are, our moms are very good friends. So just getting to meet all those people, all the people part of the set, and getting to make friends and friendships that have lasted uh, even till this day has been a great experience. And as far as what I want the audience to take away from this, with a lot of these films that are based uh, around true events like this, it's always the point of it to kind of touch upon the things that you don't see. Because with like the Haiti earthquake, we saw it all televised. And I, I of course, I don't remember a lot of it, but when we look at the televisions, It's the newscaster, and then he's showing the wide shot of all the destruction, the mass destruction. You don't really get to see the Mm -hmm. impact it has on the individuals, Mm -hmm. the individual people. You just see the mass scale that the media wants you to see to give you that shock factor of, oh, my gosh, this happened all over the place. But it impacts the individual people specifically. And that's what the great things about these films are, is that it really gets you in touch with how did this affect certain people? It mm-hmm. brings the scale down and it really affects you emotionally with this. And that's really what I want the audience to take away from it. Perfect, perfect. While you're mine.
2: I, I love working with everybody. I, I still talk to Eva. I talk to mm-hmm. her. Um, she was in the short film, The wrote, we filmed that together. I, yeah, I still talk to her. Um, I follow everyone on Instagram and like social media whatever my main memory I have with Donnie personally I remember when I did the slate <laughs> and I just I remember that video yeah. I I had so much fun yeah we were like I think it was cool that there wasn't that many of us and that most of the locations where we filmed it was like all the same people because So like we got to know each other more and we like hung out and like I mean there were some there were like I think a couple of days we were there till like two o'clock in the morning so that was fun Mm -hmm. I think what I want the audience to take away from the movie is kind of just what like Donnie said just I mean I feel like seeing like tragedies like the earthquake or like 9-11 on TV it's obviously like shocking and it makes you just like wow that's a lot of destruction but like the fact that, like, there was the Haiti team and they were like close up, like, you could see the destruction, and how it affected somebody. I think that's something that not a lot of people see. Like, you don't really get to see close up destruction like that, or how it takes a toll on someone's like emotional and mental health. Right. So I think it's pretty important that people realize, like, yeah, like, they, there's these wide shots of destruction that you can see, but there's also like this little like box so you can see of this one piece of destruction here and how it affected this person or this family and I just think that's a good thing as a whole to see like how it can affect someone individually or a small group of people or one person's house or like someone's neighborhood
0: yeah definitely. that's great <clears throat> and that's what I was going for uh, because yes everybody saw the, what happened on tv and they like it so it's a, it's a yeah, mass, big okay, destruction and it happened. But the personal information, and I, I think it relates to me more than, you know, than uh, than uh, most people would see it because I'm sitting there with my family, my my parents were there, My you know, they're they, they were just thinking and trying to see how they're going to go through this. And you can see the pain, the, the fear, all that stuff in their faces. And all people are talking about is, you know, this is how many people are dead. Now we understand that counts. But when it affects you on a personal level, you look, you you try to micro analyze it instead of okay, what it, what happened to me and uh, the people that are around me is what hurts the most, as opposed to the global destruction that everybody's looking at. So I wanted to show everybody what what happened to one single family separated in two different countries. And just trying to deal with this in uh in different different ways. So it, it's it's something that you know I'm hoping that everybody everybody gets to see and at least appreciate uh, you know, at least those who survive and how they survive. And, and and for those who saw the first screening, we uh you know like Danny, I don't think you were able to make it
3: that time, right? Yeah, I think I did. I, I think I missed the first screening, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Okay. Did so, I did I miss? I'm asking, did yeah. I miss the first screening? I wanted to do that. yeah did I miss that or was I there it was the carpet never the red
2: carpet? oh
3: yes I t- I did make it to that one I did <laughs> yeah. make it to that one <laughs> yeah so so the, so what happened is uh at the end like what well,
0: you would see at the end of the movie we had a lot of people who were part of uh the either the, uh, the background acting they were helping with the crowd and you know and they were directly affected and they sort of give a little testimony as how they survived it because you know some people barely and some people you know didn't but they they made it but they were still hurt physically and you can imagine the emotional toll that it would take on a whole population like this so i wanted to show the audience so it should, hopefully the world as many as it gets to watch it how it affected one family and multiply that by thousands okay so yeah it's uh it could be it could be a, a very, very touchy story if you know if people really take the time to pay attention.
1: I think, as a whole, what I would share to our listeners today is um, from this week and last week we were able to hear uh, from three different individuals um, in um, filming um, a real life event that took place, even though they were not there at the time, but mm-hmm. after revisiting or even having to. Um, Um, play a part, as far as what happened. um, I think they were able to learn from it and also share with us um, that trauma doesn't just go away. Trauma is real. Trauma is something that we all, if not all, have gone through, and it takes time. But the one thing that I I believe that we've heard from our guests is that no matter how difficult it is, no matter how difficult the situation is, don't ever give up. We're gonna always even find outsiders, as Pete had mentioned, where people will make comments hmm. of donating or, or, or they, they they try to find sympathy, um, but we're not gonna allow that to um, get the best of us. So my encouragement to all our of our listeners is really take the time to, um, to persevere through the difficult times as um, we've mentioned the resilience of the people in the movie Lupeo and I, I appreciate Pete for even taking the time out of his schedule to revisit um, 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 the event that happened in Haiti uh, in 2010 and I hope that each of our listeners will take the time out to um, check it out it's going to be on um, Amazon, uh, March is it 18th. March 18th, yes. March 18th, please, wow. uh, yeah. please give it a ch- um, check. It out, Lupeo, Alice, and Larry. You, P is in Peter. he is in Edward. O, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, I, I was blessed to to have, to have you know I'm um, seeing the movie, and I, I hope that you guys will be blessed as well.
0: Yeah, I, I was thinking about it. I know, I remember you you got to see it. Uh, uh, Rob Wars, they're going to see it too so I'm definitely proud of the work the actors put together
1: The one thing I wanted to add, you know, because I, I don't think I've ever had the opportunity of saying it to Pete, you know, the one thing I can say Pete is the fact that you've taken the time out, as I said, to go out to Haiti and come back here and put the film together I'm sure you probably heard, oh man, it's a waste of time, don't even try it, don't do it blah blah blah, but you kept going you know what I'm saying? And so I think just the fact that you've done that, despite what other people have said,
0: mm-hmm. you have
1: a goal in mind and you put it in place. And now look, you know, you yeah. birth a new. Uh, uh, um, you share with us your gift, mm-hmm. your love for not only not only um, the people, are, you know, um, Haiti and everything that happened, but just your craft and just your work. So, so definitely, I appreciate you know all things you continue to do you push forward and even through adversity you keep going so so my encouragement to you and my support man is just keep going
0: thanks
1: man keep going yeah. because,
0: the yeah. backlash was serious about whether or not it was a good idea to even put it together and you no, know, yeah. the authenticity i wanted to capture going to Haiti to actually do it come back and try to see if we can recreate that event uh, yep. it, it took a lot of you know a lot of backlash but you know, I'm not the one to back down over, over things I believe in and things I appreciate and I enjoy doing. So that didn't faze me one bit. And I uh, you know, even when after we did the little viewing, it really failed because what we're planning was literally 0% of what we got. But you know, I know maybe where we were, may have been weakened, uh, were, you know, we, we try to make it for later on. And hopefully now it actually comes to fruition. And people actually get to, to see it even if it's just in the comfort of their own home.
1: Definitely, uh, definitely,
0: and, definitely. I just enjoy that moment with the Haitian population. Um, but to sort of look at it as, okay, yeah, that's something that happened in history. We're always yeah. going to remember it. We appreciate this family for having handling it this way. Hopefully, you know, if something happened, happened like that again, that would be a lesson for other families because... Some of the stuff they did in that movie, which, you know, if you watch the movie, you'll see a lot of people probably wouldn't be able to handle it the same way or do it that way. You know, people have different ways of dealing with things. And this is just a way with that family dealt with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, anyway, as usual, I want to remind everybody look, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. We're all remarkably made.
1: And therefore, it's worth living. Oh, 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 oh oh, 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 oh